alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh everybody peace god's mercy and blessings on all of you i mean welcome to today's instagram live i know it has been a while alhamdulillah we did do one episode um of this show during ramadan and we did it on the theme of the month which was about forgiveness so alhamdulillah i'm excited to come back inshallah fresher hopefully um more information that we have for you and uh, we're going to be with our hint today inshallah um and the topic of today is going to be how to plan your book um and again it was voted by our community so we're excited about that we're also going to be answer well i'm going to be asking hind questions about the book awards um submission process and and that was actually launched yesterday and i'm going to be asking her a few things about that hopefully she'll answer your questions too um through mine to her and um yeah so bismillah let's begin assalamu alaikum aisha how are you how are you good Alhamdulillah, it's been too long, my friend. Way too long. I know, I know. But Alhamdulillah, I was saying that we've come back fresher, hopefully more inspired. And um, yeah, as 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 people who are uh, following us now on our Instagram page, you can probably see that we have, and we are going to be having like a lot of things going on in May, inshallah. So all inshallah. good stuff, all good inshallah. stuff. But how are you? Good, good, good. Hanging in there. My kids, believe it or not, my kids are like finishing up the year. They're in their final exams now. So um, I just want it to be over. <laughs> I just want it to end. <laughs> oh, of course. You're mummying and you're also um, doing everything else that you do as yeah. well, mashallah. So alhamdulillah. Um, and for those of you who don't know, Hind is our editorial director um, at Strange Inc. And Strange Inc. is a nonprofit publishing house. Our mission is to elevate the authentic voices of Muslim women. Um, and our whole board is Muslim women. So it's it's exciting. Alhamdulillah. Um, and now, Hind, I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to bombard you with just maybe a couple of questions on the book awards. Um, and yeah, just because uh, Hind, is, Hind is leading them, alhamdulillah. So, um yeah, so are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, okay, Bismillah. So um, now the book awards, um, the, could you speakers or talkers through the process? Um, what, you know, what should authors expect? Who are our prospective authors um, who can take part in this, inshallah? Um, yeah. Okay, so um, we have the form up on our web uh, website for you to um, sort of register. And in order to qualify, you have to be uh, a Muslim woman who has published her book in any way. You can be traditionally published, you can be self-published, you can be indie published, anyway. But it has to be out in the world in print form. And um, the date of publication is from 20, uh, 2021 through, through this year. So 2021 through 2023. Okay. Um, when you, uh, the form will require you to uh, like, you know, fill out your name and fill out the date of publication and your publisher and all of that good stuff. And then it will require that you upload a digital format of the book. And we decided to do it this way because, A, it will save our authors on shipping. They won't have to be shipping out several copies. And, B, it just really makes it easier for us because our, our judges are all over the world. So physical copies, it's very difficult for us to be able to, like, pass on physical copies to, you know, to the next, to the next round judges or even amongst ourselves. So that's why we decided we figured it would be easier and it would be more streamlined to use digital copies. Um, so on the form on our website, 
there is a place there where you can upload your PDF version of your book. And we're, um, we're really excited about it. So we have different categories. There is a small fee to pay, um, but you can, you, can, um, you can register for different categories, but there, you have to fill out the entire form for each category that you register for. So the categories are uh, picture books, there's a category for cover design, so just like the cover of your book. There's, um, I, we sort of grouped middle grade and young adult together, and then there's uh, adult fiction, and then there's nonfiction. So those are our categories. Make sure that you pick a category when you fill out the form, and we're really excited to get started. We are, we are. Um, and another thing also is, so, so say someone uh, feels a little um, kind of like, weird about sharing uh their pdf or their you know pdf version with us uh what would you advise i would say you know just watermark it i mean this is something that you already have out in the world so it's not for unpublished manuscripts i i really want to make that clear it's not this this competition is not for unpublished manuscripts. It's, it's for manuscripts that have already been published. Mm -hmm. So you already have it out in, in the world. So I don't really understand why anybody would be hesitant to share their digital, digital copy with us because it's already available to us, like, you know, through different media. But if you are still reluctant about that, then just watermark it. Um, and, and that should be fine. I understand that people are always especially new writers, they're always worried that people are going to steal their ideas or steal their stuff. Um, but you're dealing here with professionals. Some of our, some of our final round judges, I'm so excited, but I, I don't want to make the announcement yet until I have like the full list. But some of them are really, um, they are just kicking it. They're kicking it in this industry. Um, and I'm just so excited to have them. You, your manuscript, you and your manuscript are in good hands here. Um, so I just, I encourage everybody who has been published between 2021 and 2023 to join our, our first reading period. So for the first round, we'll be all the way through June, and then we'll pass it on to the final round judges. Our aim is to make the announcement of the winners mid August, inshallah. Inshallah, inshallah, and it's not easy organizing something like this. So I just wanna, I just wanna applaud you, Hind, for just being amazing as you always are, Lahuma Barik. So, um, and, and because, mashallah, you you are the person, like a key person behind things like this. I, I just, I have so much confidence, and I hope that you know our people, um, our community, everyone who is watching this also has that confidence as well, because Hind is, uh, uh, she's, uh, she's amazing. <laughs> she's amazing. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Um, so now, um, so I'm thinking, I'm trying to think if I have any other questions for you. Um, but just to, just to clarify as well, so there is more than one round and there are numerous judges who are going to be looking at this manuscript and they're based around the world and they are quite um quite uh it quite well known quite established in their field of publishing as well right okay yes, yes. okay alhamdulillah <laughs> okay so nice um and just to also finally clarify as well it's from 
May, okay? So we're going to be opening yes. submissions from May the 1st up till May the 31st, inshallah. Um, and hopefully in the next couple of days, we're also going to be posting a list of events that and um, things that we have going on in May for everyone just to have a look at, inshallah. And one of them is going to be Hind. She's going to be hosting a workshop, um, God willing, on May the 13th, right? Is it May the 13th? And then it's going to be about, um, well, you'll see, inshallah. You'll see tomorrow. We'll post more details in the upcoming days. We don't want to uh, hopefully diverge too much on today's topic, um, which is about planning our books. And before we dive into that, actually part of that segment of this um, show, uh, it's so interesting, subhanAllah. So yesterday I posted on the stories um, some a video that I came across and it was so beautiful. Um, so it was like bell peppers, someone who was cutting a bell pepper, they took a seed, one small seed, they put it inside of the soil and they just watered it and put it in the right environment and then subhanAllah how it just grew you know um, and I think that that was so beautiful as a metaphor as well because that really is what we begin our books with right it's it's the seed that is planted with the idea um, but then what's the next part because once you have a seed how are you going to nurture that and how are you going to grow it into something as beautiful as um, the fruits you know of that seed the book inshallah so um and that is that's the planning uh inshallah so we have a few questions um and some of them are a little bit more personal some of them are more detailed uh, more specific to the people who wrote them and then there's a couple of general questions as well so i'll begin with the more general ones and then we can go into the more personal ones inshallah so okay so the first question is when do i actually start planning my book Okay, so as soon as you get the, that idea for whatever it is, whether it be nonfiction or fiction, if it's a story or if it's something that you, um, a skill that you have that you're going to be putting into this book, you, from that moment, that's when the planning begins. Because planning actually begins with brainstorming. And so that first idea is that, is the spark. And then you start, you know, all of the other ideas that come with it. You start brainstorming that and getting all of those ideas down on the page. And from there, you, you continue to plan. You, you continue to move forward. So as soon as you get that first idea for, okay, this is the book that I want to write, that's when you start planning your book. Okay. All right. So brainstorming is actually part of the planning process then, yes. right? Okay, yes. perfect. So, um, so you have the idea and then you start brainstorming, the ideas come and then you basically start brainstorming, well, actually brainstorming and then you actually start structuring it, which is the next question, inshallah. Um, how deeply should I plan? Um, is there a format which I should follow? Okay, so like we said, the very first, the very first step in planning is your brainstorming. As you're brainstorming, there are two very important questions that you want to ask yourself. Your first question is, why am I writing this book? So if, if you are writing a nonfiction book, then the answer to that is sort of the issue that you will be addressing in your book, okay? So why am I writing this book? Oh, and, and if you're writing fiction, the why of it is the core. It's the heart of the story. Okay, so it's the heart of the story that you're that that you're going to be telling. 
The second question that you want to get clear on is who is your audience? Okay. So these are two questions that whether you are a plotter who is somebody who goes in and makes sure that they plan everything as, as intricately or as carefully as can be, or you're a pantser, which is somebody who does things by the seat of their pants and they don't necessarily put in a lot of planning into anything, you really want to get clear on these two, two questions first before you begin. Mm. So I have, done my, um, I have done my brainstorming. As I'm doing my brainstorming, I get clear on those two questions. Uh, who is my audience and why am I writing this book? Mm. After that, it, it will kind of depend on your, um, your subject matter. And so again, it will depend on, are you writing nonfiction? Are you writing fiction? The question of how deeply do I need to plan? This goes back to your own personal preference and what works best for you. And what works best for somebody might not work best for you. So somebody might be somebody who wants to plan their book down to the last paragraph. They want it to be very detailed. And somebody else has the idea and they understand who their audience is and they understand their why and they just go for it. So how deeply you plan is really something that's very personal and it's something that you want to play around with. I would encourage first-time writers to begin with a skeleton so that it's not too detailed and at the same time it gives you guidance so that you're not if if something happens in your story or, or in your book and you find that you're going off on a tangent you come back to that to that skeleton and it will bring you back on course so if you are somebody, like I said, if you're somebody who's just starting out and you're not quite sure, am I a plotter? Am I a pantser? Where should I go? How should I begin? I would encourage you to work with this skeleton, which is basically like an outline. So work with an outline of your story or an outline of your book, and that will help keep you on track. Okay, perfect. Um, and so this goes for whatever kind of writer you are and it also goes for um whether you are writing fiction or non-fiction right okay right. and is it so for fiction specifically um what kind is, is there any specific outline that you would uh, advise us with or is there so many out there that it really just depends on on what you what you prefer it kind of it will depend on what you prefer but when you're writing fiction you wanna get very clear on your characters. So, so character development is a huge part of planning when it comes to fiction. You wanna be able to understand this character as though she were a real person mm -hmm. and as though she were your best friend and you know everything about her. And that kind of means a lot of thought and you have to sit with her for a while and ask her questions that may never make it into the book. But then you will, when you, when you ask those questions and when you get clear on that, you will understand how she might act given a different situation. So when the situation happens in the story, you'll understand her. And so you'll know how she would act in the situation to keep her basically in character, right? Um, so for fiction, you want to spend a good amount of time character development with character development. The other thing is you wanna get clear probably on your main plot points. So there are lots of plotting structures that are available to fiction writers. I, I really encourage you to look at all of them. I, 
I encourage you, uh, I extra encourage you to look at Save the Cat. I think it's a great structure um, because you can use the, the five main plot points of Save the Cat. And by using those five main plot points, you've given yourself that skeleton that I'm talking about. And you can use that, um, you can use that to, to build upon. You can use that to create your book, to write your book. Mm. For, so that's fiction. For nonfiction, I'm not actually sure if you asked this question, but let me answer it anyway. So for nonfiction, you want to get as clear as you can on the different chapters that you're going to be including in your book. Okay. So let's say you're writing a book about um, how to build a bike, right? You're writing a book about how to build a bike and you are writing this for people who are interested in doing it themselves. So it's like a how to, right? So you want to get clear on what are somebody who is building a bike, what do they need to know? So there's probably going to be, um, a chapter explaining the tools that they'll need mm. and the actual instruments that they need, like the actual physical materials that they're going to need. And there's going to be chapters on what goes, like how, how to actually build it. What goes first? Uh, if something goes wrong, what do you do? Um, there's going to be a chapter probably on if you find that you've done this, and you've tested it out, then you have to backtrack and do something else. So like almost like a troubleshooting uh, a chapter, mm -hmm. maybe a, a chapter that tells you how to, how to finally test, like what the, what the uh, criteria is that you know that now you have created this bike and now it's ready to ride. I don't know, you know? Um, so you want to get clear on as many of the, of the main ideas that you're going to need to touch upon. And then you can go in and like I said, it depends on the type of person you are, the type of planner you are. If you wanna make sure that you write every single detail so you don't forget to include it, then by all means include every single detail in that outline. But you don't need to, it's, it's enough for you to have that skeleton, to have that outline, because then you know the main points that you wanna to touch upon. Nice, okay, perfect. Um... So just to clarify as well, there are so many different ways that you can write your book. There are so many different structures that you can use, especially for fiction. Um, Save the Cat is a highly uh, recommended version. <laughs> I, I use it myself as well. Um, and it, it is amazing um, because it really takes into account the character as well as the plot and it, and it merges them both together. So that's a great place to start, inshallah. Um, but as for nonfiction, it is even probably more important to make sure that you do have an outline for that and just make sure that you plan chapter to chapter to chapter as well. So inshallah, um, that will clarify that part of it. Um, now, so those were the two, two sim more simpler questions. The next question is, um, okay, so it's a more personal one and I will just read it word for word. So it is, I have been doing some therapeutic writing for my healing. And I was curious to know whether I should use my therapeutic writing as part of my memoir. This is what comes to mind when I saw the poll. So we, th we threw out a poll um, asking people uh, what topic they wanted to, um, for us to speak about, inshallah. So they, and she said, but I'm interested in knowing what other sisters will also say. So, yeah. Okay, so whether or not you use your therapeutic writing will depend first and foremost on how comfortable you are with that. Mm -hmm. So 
when you're writing, <clears throat> excuse me, when you're writing a memoir, it's important for you to be vulnerable with your readers because that's how they connect with you. But the degree of vulnerability is certainly in your hands. So whether or not you use that, the writing that you've been doing, how much of it you use, it really is something that's personal. But I would encourage you to consider um, if you decide, no, this is too personal, there is probably a way for you to adjust it or tweak it so that it's a little bit less personal, but still almost as vulnerable. Because like we said, your vulnerability is really what will have your readers connect with you and relate with you and really love, love your memoir. Okay, beautiful. Um, so be vulnerable, but the... I guess what's the word? Um, the the amount of vulnerability you want to yeah. you want to share is totally in your control. It's in your hands as well. Um, and also just to say, you know, therapeutic writing is so beautiful for healing. Um, but again, sometimes like you have control over what you want to share with the world. You know, um, we don't have to share everything um, about ourselves if we don't feel comfortable, and that's kind of like having boundaries as well with ourselves and with the world and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that as well so um right so another thing also is okay again about memoir so when writing one's memoir is it possible to have the chapters as different um aspects of one's life so for example um maybe one part will be living with in-laws the life lessons personal pros and cons of of doing that um Another chapter or another section might be about the experience of having hearing aids um, and also um, another and, and how that impacted her everyday life. Um, or would it make more sense to have it in alphabetical order um, instead of chronological order? So, um, yeah, how, what's the best way to plan something where there's so many different things going on? Okay, so this actually, it doesn't sound like a memoir to me. It mm. sounds like an autobiography, and there is a difference between the two. So an autobiography takes your life, or a biography takes the life of the person that you're writing about, basically from birth all the way through their life to where they are now. Mm -hmm. A memoir is really a, a, a zoom in on something that's, that is specific to their life. So... It's stories of their life, and it could be different events that happen, but generally they are related around the same theme. Mm -hmm. So it could be that the theme here is dealing with difficulties or overcoming difficulties. And maybe if that's the theme, then maybe we can see how you overcame the difficulty of needing to, to, uh, to depend on hearing aids, and then how you overcame the difficulty of, you know, difficult in-laws or how you dealt with that. So you really want to think about what is the thread that sews all of these pieces together. And if that thread isn't strong enough, then maybe you're thinking about two different memoirs. Or like I said, maybe you're thinking about an autobiography that includes your life. But I do not think that doing it in alphabetical order will be, will make it a pleasant read. I, I think that when people read memoir or, or biography, they tend to expect that the person that is being written about is, is moving forward in time. Mm -hmm. 
So if that doesn't happen, if it's not linear, I think it will probably be a little bit jarring. Mm, okay, perfect. Um, and those are basically our questions. Um, and now, Hind, I'm going to ask you, and I'll, I'll share as well, inshallah, but I'd love to know what your process of planning is. Just so, just kind of like a template for anyone who is listening, if you're comfortable. Okay. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. So I, I sit down with my characters and I get to know my characters uh, mm -hmm. as best as I can. And I know that I'm almost always writing for women over the age of 30, um, specifically women over the age of 30 who are interested in different backgrounds. So they don't necessarily have to have a Muslim background. They don't necessarily have to be from an Arab American background. I'm writing for women who would appreciate diversity in their reading. Um, and I sit down and I get clear on who my characters are. And then I get clear on sort of the main obstacles that they need to overcome. Mm -hmm. um, and once I do that, like once I know, okay, this is her problem and she's going to overcome it somehow. Sometimes I know how, like the solution, and sometimes I don't. Sometimes it comes through as I write. Um, and then I just go for it. And then I just begin. So I do a little bit of that planning, but not so much that I don't let the story take me where it needs to go. Because I actually believe that that's an important part of the process as well, mm -hmm. is that sometimes if you are too rigid with your planning, you can hold yourself back. I think that being aware that the story itself sometimes needs to tell you how it's, how it's going to work, how it's going to go, how it's going to move forward. I think that you being open to that really helps you creatively and it really helps you create something that tends to be more engaging than if you follow uh, something that you pre-planned, something that's rigid, you know? So yeah, that's me. What about you? I love it. I love it. And I love that you said about the character being the most important part. You're so right. And, and just to clarify as well, so Hind has written novels. So that's like, she's, Allahumma back, she's an expert in the, in the fiction world as well as, and she's worked with a lot of nonfiction. Um, fiction is her forte. So, um, and, my, and me, myself, um, me, myself, I. Um, <laughs> so, so I, um, so the way I initially began was how, how you actually just shared about being rigid. Um, I, I discovered Save the Cat. I, I discovered a, like a whole series of lectures that um, Jessica Prodi did, who's, who wrote the, the, the version for the novel um, of Save the Cat. And, she, and as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the answer that I've been looking for to write my novel. And I literally printed out the sheet I filled out every part of it and I was like, this can happen here. This can happen here. There, the story is finished. Um, yeah. And that was like a huge learning curve for me because I try to stick to it because I, I'm a bit of a planner in real life. So yeah. in real life, um, I'm a planner in my everyday life. But when it came to writing, I realized that I am not great with sticking to plans. I need the freedom to kind of just do what I you know, just kind of go with the flow, more intuitive, just see, see really what pops up. Um, but the most important part that I've learned over all this time has been since my daughter was literally a few months old, my oldest. So it's been like over four years, subhanAllah. And it's just come to a stage where it's like the character is the thing which is the most important and the thing which I find the most fascinating about a story. So 
most of my time has just been discovering this character that I'm writing about. Um, and then everything else, once that first draft is written, then I worry about like the more, the, 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 the more like diverse aspect of structure. How, right. how is it going to affect? How can my reader understand the message that I'm trying to share? What is my message? Right. And then I really think about them questions. So the first one is just literally writing for me. Um, it's the most fun part. It's the fastest. It's all about falling in love with my character or not falling in love with my character, which is the point. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that's, that's, that's a little bit for I love <laughs> my planning. That. I love that. Yes, definitely. Definitely. That's wonderful. Um, I think, I think it's, it's, um, it's important to say that, you know, Ha, you know, recognize that you have the freedom to change, like recognize that, like you said, like I, I started off being, you know, very rigid and because I'm, I'm used to planning in real life. And so I thought I needed to plan this out, but don't, you know, don't get in your own way. If you find that something isn't working for you, then by all means, you know, change because it's, it's not working for you. If you sticking to it is just going to be, it's going to end up making you hate the process and the process is part of the fun you know sometimes especially in that first draft so yes yeah. it is it is um so i hope everyone is feeling a little bit more clarity um and just uh, i forgot to actually make another quick announcement inshallah before we finish um so can yeah. can before before you announce sorry yes. i just wanted to say um going off just one last thing about this planning oftentimes the the structure of a story doesn't formulate itself until you are actually editing. Mm. So it's, it's very similar to what you said, Aisha, where in my first draft, I'm just, I'm just writing the story, um, sort of the, um, I'm writing it for me and I'm, and I'm getting involved with the characters and I'm getting to know the characters and I'm falling in love with the characters or starting to hate the characters or whatever is happening. And then you can take that, that step back. So feel free to use that first draft just for you because nobody's going to see that first draft anyway. So feel free for that first draft to be a, a bit of a trial and a bit of a mess. Um, and then when it's time for you to edit it yourself, to go back and revise, that's when you can start to implement, um, you know, plot points and to see where they're meant to come and, and things like that. So don't feel like all of this has to happen right at one go. Don't feel like, oh my God, how am I going to make sure that my catalyst actually happens at 10% of the story, which is what Save the Cat, uh, you know, encourages us to do. How am I going to make sure to get it at like exactly 10% or approximately 10%? You don't need to really worry about that during the first draft, especially if you're in a flow. If you're in a flow, just let the words come. And then during your revising, you can adjust things so that those plot points fall where, where they are meant to, or so that your general structure is, is, is stronger, so that your general, stronger, your general structure is stronger to hold the story through. Nice. So I just wanted to say that, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, you had an, an announcement yes. to make. <laughs> yes, no, I was just saying, um, subhanAllah, so 
So the theme of, so we do themed months um, and we do it based on the Islamic months for our writing group. Um, and last month was forgiveness because it was Ramadan. Um, this month is endurance. And I think it, it kind of aligns with today's topic as well in that with the, with, when that seed comes, when the idea comes, um, the next part is planning, but it takes a lot of endurance to kind of stick through and just believe that, you know, even when you're at your second, third, fourth draft, like that. So I'm working on a novel. I'm on my seventh draft, seventh draft. And I, I handle that. I finished the, the sixth draft during Ramadan. And then now I feel kind of like, oh my gosh, I have to start the seventh draft. And, and I feel a little bit like, oh my goodness, I'm a little nervous about it. So I took a little break. Yeah. Um, and Bismillah, I'm going to start again. But it's, it, it's, it can be really hard to just return back to that manuscript. But it's so important just to endure and just keep going and just keep and just believe that it is going to come and it's going to form into something beautiful. Inshallah, you just have to just keep keep at it no matter how long it takes if this book and this message is important to you um yes definitely yeah and on that note for those of you who would like help getting there would who would like help with your sticking to it with your planning we can help you with all of that so yeah. we have um our our coaching that we can provide you with so don't you know we also have the the writing community which is wonderful as well so maybe you want to tell them a little bit about that too aisha Yes. a little bit about our writing community and about our coaching go for it yes 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 um so we have coaching we have one-on-one -on -one coaching um we do a group coaching uh scenario as well called the writer's block um and that's also inc includes a critique circle um which if you're a muslim woman writer it's just so important to have that community which you know for example someone will read your book they'll give you some feedback and and we have that we have that for you inshallah so yeah, you definitely just reach out to us, DM us. We'll talk more about it, inshallah. It begins actually this Saturday. Um, but actually, all the promotion, inshallah, everything's going to happen a little bit later because right now we are interviewing scholarship applicants. Um, and we just wanted to honor that and give them space as well. So we're doing that for the rest of today, inshallah. Um, but the one-on-one -on -one coaching is so important because it's through the whole process. It's from when the idea comes and then until the very end. And then we also have editing services as well. We have book cover services, we have children's, but we have everything that a writer will need, inshallah, to get your book finished and into that beautiful flower, a beautiful fruit, beautiful vegetable, whatever it is that you're creating, inshallah. Um, and yeah, just reach out to us um, and you can check out our website, which is www.strangeincorporated as it sounds as it's spelled uh, .com or just go in the link in our bio inshallah you'll find out everything you need so yeah bismillah wonderful wonderful <laughs> thank you Aisha thank you and I've loved speaking with you it's been too long it can't be this it, we can't wait this long next time it has to be uh, we won't we inshallah Inshallah. This show is every two weeks. Um, it's available on every platform. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll definitely keep. We'll do another poll. We'll ask you what you want to talk about. Um, and then we'll have that discussion and conversation as well. Inshallah. And as I said, May is going to be a pretty intense month for Strange. Um, and we are going to be doing so many things. And Inshallah, we'll be posting something in the next couple of days just to let you know a list of what them things are, including workshops. The, the competitions there's a couple that we have one is the book awards right now um and yeah so if you have any questions 
just direct messages or email us, whatever works for you. And we will speak soon. And thank you so much for being here with us today. Uh, I hope you have a blessed day and may Allah bless your writing and every word that you write as well. Every, as you can thank you, Aisha. To my daughter, so. Same to you. <laughs> Same to you. Same to you, Halbti. Take care. You too. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum. Wa alaikum. Wa alaikum.